This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now. Good morning, everybody. On this beautiful Thursday, September 10th, we're so glad you're here with us as we get into the Word of God today. Morning Breath is a drive-time devotion that is sure to jumpstart your day. And we believe it does that because the Word of God's full of life. Uh, several places in Scripture, all sorts of good things are said about the Word, but uh, one of the ones that we really love about it is every Word of God is God-breathed. And so Come it's on. full of God's life, the same life that God breathed into Adam. And he became a living soul, went from dirt to a soul, that same breath as in the Word of God. And so we're going to get into that today. What we do is read a chapter of the Bible, spend some time in it. Personally, uh, I do a morning devotion around that chapter. And then I and a co-host meet together here at the studio here at the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter. How are you doing today, Pastor David? I'm doing really good. I'm really excited for this chapter, really excited for a lot of stuff we got going on here at East Coast. It's just, man... It's crazy times, but you know what? We There's a lot of positive stuff going on. Absolutely, and this is Pastor David Gammon. I didn't say his <laughs> last name, so is there more than one Pastor David? Mm, um, if you Google it, there is. But, oh, yeah, I'd say yeah. <laughs> probably more than a million Pastor Davids. But anyway, yeah, only one Pastor David here at East Coast. Yep, yep. So uh, tell folks how to get involved. <laughs> Man, we want you guys to jump in. Great way to do that is go to our website. You'll see the icon for Morning Breath. It's Pastor Dan um, or it'll be Matt and Jessica, depending whenever you go there. And it'll say MB. Click on that. It'll take care of you. But the URL is eccc.us, and that'll take you to our website. Also, you can get the app for your mobile device, whether it's iPad or whatever you're using, um, your mobile phone, cellular phone. Go to your web provider, put an East Coast app. You'll be able to download it that way. You can also follow us on social media or call the church at 321-452-1060, and we will take care of you. Absolutely, and we do want to invite you to our live weekend services. We have those available as well as our uh, weekend online services where you can yes. get in there and get into the Word uh, from the safety and comfort of your own home. Uh, either one is available, but we are encouraging people to begin to step out more and more into uh, in-person meetings, as well as uh, if you're in a, doing it online, get in a small group. Yep. We've got a small group launch come just happened, really. It just yeah, happened. It just happened. And so there's a lot of good things going on that way as well. Yeah, super exciting. We also got a group called Celebrate Recovery that's going to be relaunching on the fourteenth. Mm. That's a Monday, and that's cool. for you know anybody that is has been through or you know has a loved one that's going through a tough scenario, maybe an addiction or, or something else that's gotten to their heart. And yep. you know um, that's a, a great thing to, um, to to plug into, and they're going to be taking all the safety precautions as well. Yeah, but for, sure. For more information too on that, go to our website, and it'll be on our events page and groups page, and it'll be able to give you a lot more details to help out. Um, to plug you in. Yeah, and that'll be awesome. And and that's something we've done around here for quite a while, Celebrate Recovery. So it's really our relaunch of a, of that small group after uh, 
after some of what's going on in the world today. Anyway, we also have a video podcast, a Morning Breath video podcast with Pastor Matt and Jessica every Monday on our East Coast YouTube page. can also be found on our website website and our app. So we'd like you to tune in and see what uh, what those people not only sound like but look like. You can uh, actually watch it, and that's a cool thing. That is a cool thing. Yep. That is a cool thing. So 29 verses. 29. Let's read it. I'm going to read from the New King James. How about you? Uh, NLT. NLT. Well, I'm going to read the first 14. I'll give you the last 15. Then, Pastor Dan, I say to you, read, sir. Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? Before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified. This only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit? Are you now being made perfect, excuse me, by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain? If indeed it was in vain, therefore he who supplies a Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Just as Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness, therefore know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, In you all the nations shall be blessed. So then those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. For as many as are, excuse me, for as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse. For it is written, cursed is everyone who does not continue in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. But that no one is justified by the law in the sight of God is evident. For the just shall live by faith. Yet the law is not a faith, but the man who does them shall live by them. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Dear brothers and sisters, here's an example from everyday life. Just as no one can set aside or amend an irrevocable agreement. Wow, I butchered that one. All right, we're going to keep going, though. So it is in this case. God gave the promise to Abraham and his child. Notice that this scripture does not, doesn't does say to his children, as if meant many descendants. Rather, it says to his child. And that, of course, means Christ. This is what I am trying to say. The, the agreement God made with Abraham could not be made canceled 430 years later when God gave the law to Moses. God would be breaking his promise. For if the inheritance could be received by keeping the law, then it would not be the result of accepting God's promise. But God graciously gave it to Abraham as a promise. Why, then, was the law given? It was given alongside the promise to show people their sin. <laughs> but the law was designed to last only until the coming of the child who was promised. God gave his law through angels to Moses, who was the mediator between God and the people. Now, a mediator is helpful if more than one party must reach an agreement. 
But God, who is one, did not use a mediator when he gave his promise to Abraham. Is there a conflict, then, between God's law and God's promise? Absolutely not. If the law could give us new life, we could be made right with God by obeying it. But the scripture declares that we are all prisoners of sin, We so we receive God's promise of freedom only by believing in Jesus Christ. For the way of faith in Christ was available to us, we were placed under guard by the law, we were kept in protective custody, so to speak, until the way of faith was revealed. Let me put it another way. The law was our guardian until Christ came. It protected us until we could be made right with God through faith. And now that we have, we, the way of faith has come, we no longer need the law as a guardian. For you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. And all who have been united with Christ in baptism have put Christ have put on Christ, like putting on new clothes. There is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And now that you belong to Christ, you are the true children of Abraham. You are his heirs, and God's promise to Abraham belongs to you. Amen. Well, it's a a chapter that uh, every one of us uh, needs to lean heavily on. Because it's a chapter that makes it clear to us it's, our, it's by our faith and believing in Jesus, not our ability to do everything right, that it gives us new life. And when it's talking, uh, talking about new life, it's talking about that new life forever. It's not just talking about new life when you die and go to heaven. It's eternal life, not just new life. Eternal means it always was, it is, and it always will be. And God has given us new life, life that goes back to the cross. We, we're crucified with Christ. It, it has some things to say about that, about Jesus being crucified and, and that in this chapter, Christ having redeemed us from the curse of law, having become a curse for us, for cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. And so uh, it's talking about how we were in Christ being reconciled to God. It talks about how right now we have a new life and are, have an ability Come to on. experience relationship with Jesus. Yep. And it talks about, it's telling us that we have a, a future in heaven uh, where we'll spend eternity with God. And so this, uh, this Christian life uh, that's given here is not by works, but by God's Grace, He has uh, freely given it to us, and it's only received by believing in Jesus. That's the only thing that can get you fixed. Come on, I love the way that he's like, uh, the way of faith in NLT says, the way of faith, the way of faith. He says it a couple of times, as in, uh, like, we have uh, two off-ramps. One is the law, and the other one is this way of mm. faith. Then he'll also say something he parallels and says in the book of Romans consistently, and that is the just shall live by faith. That's good. Another expression he drops out there. But every time we get near a portion of theology like this or a portion of studying the Bible like this, I notice there's always a sect of pastors and Christians that come running and diving out to save Christianity from what might we might be on the cuffs of. Because he's dangerously flirting with, um, you can kind of do what you want. And they want to jump out and be like, no, you can't. There's still sin. Like, but when you are truly in love with Jesus and you really, truly choose this way of faith, you will be surprised at how much you won't want sin. Mm, Nobody good. is declaring 
that sin is okay and sin is irrelevant now or or everything's okay now. But when you truly fall in love with Jesus and his teachings and being his disciple, the way of faith is freeing because what you're drawn to and what comes through you, um, sin is not enticing to you anymore. Or if it is, it doesn't stay, you know? So don't, I, I always worry when those sects come out and those mindsets come out because I feel like we're putting a new modern law onto things. And it's like, we need to be bold enough to trust the Holy Spirit in the process to show us the way to go and to lead us from, because don't forget when Jesus told us to pray, you know, he directly says, hey, you know, lead us not to temptation and, you know, and deliver us from the evil ones. So we're, 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 we're covered. God's, God's in this with us to keep us away from temptation as long as we know that we're walking and following him. So. Amen. Can you read verse 12 from the N, uh, NLT? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Chapter three, verse 12. In mine it says, yet the law is not of faith, but the man who does them shall live by them. The way of faith is very different from the way of law, which says it is through obeying the law that a person has life. Mm. The way of faith is very different than the way of law. <laughs> it's good. So yet the law is not of faith. This is an interesting thing to me that, that kind of blew me away, and I'm not sure how to reconcile this right now. I know the law is good. Jesus, you know, that, that was an Amen. argument that was made, you know, well, if the law, you know, showed us our sin, that's got to be bad. No, the law was a mirror for Come us on. to look in and see our brokenness. That doesn't mean the mirror was broken. It means we're broken. But it says when the, the law is not of faith, the Bible says that whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Yep. And so I, it, I, I kind of wrestled around with that for a little bit and said, the law is not a faith, but whatsoever is not a faith is sin. Mm. But then I got the picture well uh, back to, well, other places in scripture says the law is good. And so it is basically saying there, uh, the law is, is not, you don't keep the law by believing. You keep the, the law by doing. Come on. And you know what? I love how Paul is doing his very best here to relate this. Here's this guy that's got massive degrees in, in Scripture, and yeah. he's doing his best to make, like, relative terms, you know. He's like, if you have a lemonade stand and you yeah. sell it, like— I wish he would have used that <laughs> example, no. For me, a little bit uh, of a contemporary term, and I might lose some of you guys, so give me grace on this. Sometimes I hear the young ones, because I do the young adult ministry, and I hear them saying, uh, and, and I correct them, like, oh, you know, the, the Holy Spirit like is like Star Wars, like the Force. I'm like, no, it's not. You know, like the Holy Spirit is referred to as, you know, part of God. It is God. It is a he. It is not an it. But the grace of God a little bit is like Star Wars and the Force. <laughs> there you go. And that you have to understand it's not you drawing the blessing of God to you because you were so good under yeah, these rules on. of the law. It's not you drawing the love of God to you because you're so good because you followed every letter of the law. It's actually because of how good God is good. and that we believe and we walk in his will and his ways is what draws it to us. So that's a little bit of a picture of that too. And that's why Yoda can be so chill. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, here, here Paul is actually... Um, giving the, he, as the master teacher, as the, you know, I'm not comparing him to Yoda, but anyway, <laughs> as the master teacher, Paul here is actually giving him some tough love. 
He starts us out with, oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified. And he's being pretty, he's, he's hitting them pretty hard. And you might be saying, you know, like, how did he put it in another, another spot? Let me see if I can find it here. Um, I'm having a little trouble yeah. finding it, but it, but basically he's saying like, you know, you guys need to wake up. What more could have been needed is basically part of what he's saying. The other thing that's interesting here is it says uh, before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified, but was he? The Galatians didn't see, they didn't see him. They're in they Turkey. They didn't see it. They're, yeah, they're in Turkey. Yeah. But what he's saying, I think, is that they preached Jesus so clearly that they could see wow. his crucifixion through their preaching, which I think is pretty pretty powerful that Paul here is saying he was clearly portrayed among you as crucified. That is incredible. And I think, too, that this church had a very good grasp of spirituality, um, and that's why they're so easily bewitched, or or that, I believe that's one translation, or who has fooled you, um, Galatians, yeah. and the spiritual side of it. And I also think your perspective of the gospel and of Jesus will also affect the way you walk and the way you believe. And, mm. and Paul would actually address the Corinthians a second time in 2 Corinthians and be like, hey, you guys are like— living crazy here because you don't realize is that like Jesus was the lamb. Jesus was the the spotless lamb. He is now the lion. He is now the king of kings. He is now more than we need, more sufficient, more than his grace is more than enough for us. And also his power, his authority, his dominion, his name, his blood is more than enough. We need to live like like he is the king of kings. Well, oftentimes we have a perspective that he's the spotless lamb of like, oh, well, you know what? Woe is me. And like Jesus, I'm I'm going to carry my cross and be silent about stuff. No, when something comes up, there's a sin in your life or there's um, a need in your life. You understand that the authority of Jesus reigns true because right now he is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Mm. He is sitting on or the right hand of the father. He has the keys to heaven, earth and hell. So we need to live that way. Absolutely. I found the part I was looking at, and the reason I didn't find it was it was actually only in verse 2. I looked down below it. He's given him a kind of a, a beat down here, and he says, This only I want to learn from you. Riddle me this, Batman. You know, he's. it's really like he's saying, you know this, and I want to, you know, come on. I Answer me this one question, mm-hmm. you know, and he's really kind of putting them on trial here, but he's doing it because he loves them. He's doing it. He's, he goes back to, are you so foolish? And then he says, having begun in the spirit, are you now being made perfect by the flesh? And this so speaks to me and it speaks to me because before I got saved, I, I thought I had to have things together to come to God. I thought I had to stop doing this and start doing that. And, you know, it could be like, stop drinking and doing drugs and start going to church and reading my Bible. Let's just start there. I thought all that had to work. So I thought, well, I'll quit doing drugs or I'll quit drinking or I'll quit. And I couldn't. I fought and fought and fought 
by doing something come on. to come to God, and I could not. <laughs> and uh, I always w- w- was the, the weak point. I was always the breaking point. I, always, I mean, I'd get up in the morning, and I would be so determined not to smoke pot or drink that day. And before the day was over, usually around noon, I would already fall and fall short yep. and begin to do it again. And, and so the question even for me is, did it happen because of works of the law or, or did it happen because I believe God? Are you so foolish having begun in the spirit? Are you now being made perfect by the flesh? And so to move that forward to where I'm at right now. So how do I, how do I know I'm right with God? By how much I read my Bible, by how much I do, 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 or how much I believe, believe, believe. Now, Come on. there can be signs <laughs> of you slipping. There can be signs of you not not making good decisions. All of those things are real and can help you, but none of them make you right with God. Come on. It is right to do them, but they do not make you right with God. And so that's really the key that's going on here. How do you receive salvation? You receive it by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. And I think Colossians 2.6 says, As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. Come on. So do I receive Jesus by faith and then start keeping the law? No. I walk with Jesus the same way I receive Jesus, and that's by faith. Come on. And I love, too, because he'll turn to his disciples and say, hey, listen, um, if you'll be my disciple, you got to believe my teachings. And then he'll later say momentarily, and my teachings, the truth, will set you free. And I love it because he'll he will say this to him. He'll be like, um, he'll, he'll say this throughout his, his ministry. He'll say, stand on his mountain, be it thou removed, and it shall be done as long as you believe in your heart and do not mm. doubt. All things are possible to those who believe. Come on. All right? Like, you go right down the line. Um, uh, let not your heart be troubled. All right? You believe in God, also believe in me. The just shall live by faith. Right? Yeah. It's like, listen, you guys have got to get this believing thing down um, and not the the working thing. Now, don't get—and I'm going to be the hypocrite that I talked about in the beginning of the, the um, <laughs> episode. There's Acts and Proverbs, Okay. Uh, Proverbs is a book of wisdom given to us. It's, hey, listen, if you're a jerk, people are not going to be nice to you. Acts is like, man, you know what? Lay hands on sick and they shall recover. Spiritual, practical. Not saying Proverbs isn't spiritual. But I'm just saying this. You have to understand, if you have uh, some rough stuff in your life, help clear that out because that might be killing some stuff in your life. Mm. But it is not the reason God's shaking an angry finger at you saying, I won't bless you until you get rid of that, right? That might be a disease. Sin is a disease that wants to try and devour a blessing. So that's why I try and get that out, all right? We're not saying embrace a sin and it's okay, but actually it devours. So let's get that devouring out of our life. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. The other thing I love in this chapter is— um, he does this part, and it, at first it's, it threw me a little bit, but verse 16, now to Abraham and his seed were the mm. promises made. He does not say into seeds as of many, but as of one and to your seed, which is Christ. And I thought, well, aren't, it says that if I'm, you know, uh, a child, I could, be, I could be in Abraham. I can be part of the Jewish family, Jew and Gentile, come together in one body. The middle wall of partition is torn down. But what's going on here? Why Why isn't it seeds? I want to be in. 
It's not seeds because Jesus is the is the inheritor. Come on. And we are joint heirs with Jesus. Come on. We are not heirs and Jesus is heirs and everybody else is heirs. We are all heirs together of the grace of life. And why is that important? Because it's safe there. If we are joint heirs with Jesus, if we get our inheritance from Jesus, nobody will ever steal that away. If it, if I've seen people get inheritance and three months later not have a penny. Wow. Because they just give it away. They just lose it. They just spend it like crazy. But in Jesus, our inheritance is safe. And as long as you're in Jesus, it's you're safe too. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing covers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing, for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Hey everyone, this is Chris Johnson, and I wanted to share some exciting news with our Morning Breath family. My friend Mike Green and I had the honor of writing and producing our first EP called Moments Matter. Mike, a local business owner and Morning Breath supporter, along with myself, have been a part of East Coast Christian Center and Morning Breath together for almost two decades. And so we wanted to let you in on a preview of the music and to let you know that Moments Matter, our first single from the EP, is out now. You can buy, stream, or share it now on Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere music is sold, or check out willingheartmusic.com. We pray these songs will inspire you to make the most of every moment God gives you. For 30 years, Cabern Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable, and customer satisfaction is their top priority. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabern Air will take care of it. 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or visit them online at cabern.com. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living Facility. Located in the Rockledge Vieira area. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff. Making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Please visit us today by going online at pineapplegarden.com or call 321-405-CARE. Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Breath. This is a great little uh, close-up of this chapter, verses 26 uh, through 29. It says, You're all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. And then verse 28, which I, I just love. It says, There's neither Jew nor Greek. There's neither slave nor free. There's neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. And this is not trying to, you know, 
do some gender thing or, or when it says slaver free, it's not condoning slavery or, or, you know, uh, in any way, shape or form, there's neither Jew nor Greek. This doesn't mean that our nationality and, uh, ancestry.com is not true. You know, all of that stuff. What it is saying is that we we're all in Jesus. And if we're in Jesus, we count. Come on. And we can count for God. And it doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman. The female, uh, if it wasn't for females, the church would probably folded up years ago. Amen. I'm saying the church <laughs> at, at large. But um, God's got his blessing for you. It doesn't matter where you're from or what your background is, your race, creed, any of that stuff. It doesn't matter your religion. But anyway, uh, <laughs> believing in God is important in this thing. And then it goes on to say, and if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. And so we are joint heirs with Jesus and everything that Jesus paid for and bought is yours because Jesus Christ is the heir and you're a joint heir with him. Go ahead and walk in the grace of God today. God bless you. See you, Pastor you David. See you, Pastor David. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.